0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Journey Through Sonship podcast. I am Brother Calvin Calhoun, and today we want to start a teaching series on maturing sons, on maturing sons. And we want to take at a unique passage of scriptures over the next uh, seven messages, looking at the seven churches of Revelation, and looking at how, in those uh, letters to those churches, there is a process of maturity. That the Lord is revealing. So today we're going to start off with the first church today. We're going to take a look at Ephesus. Uh, Open your Bibles with me if you have time to look at Revelation chapter 2. We're going to look at verse number 1. Revelation chapter 2 verse number 1. It says unto the angel of the church of Ephesus. Write these things says he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand. Who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. I know thy works and thy labor. And thy patience, and how thou cannot bear them which are evil, and thou hast tried them which say they are apostles, and are not, and hast found them liars, and has borne and has patience, for and for my name's sake has labored and has not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love. Remember therefore from whence thou art fallen, and and repent, and do the first works, or else I will come unto thee, and I will remove thy candlestick out of his place, except thou repent. But this is thou hast, that thou hatest the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. When we take a look at Ephesus, Ephesus represents the first phase of our maturity. And one of the things as sons of God that we can get really caught up in early in the faith and early in our sonship is working but not working the way the Father desires for us to work. When we look at the church of Ephesus, we see them... They were working. It says what? I know your works. I know your labor. They were a patient church. They worked and they were patient. It says you cannot bear them that are evil. So they deplored uh, evil. They did not like people who say they're apostles and they were proven to be liars. It says they were patient for their namesakes. They labored and they did not think This church was a working church. This church worked all the time. And so that sounds great. You know, to me, we, we we know a lot of churches that are working diligently. They're, they, they they haven't um, fainted. They're laboring. But look what Christ says. He says this. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee because thou has left thy first love. So wait a minute. We have a church that has labored. They're patient. They're doing the work. They don't like evil. They've proved fault, uh. uh people who call themselves apostles to be liars but it says remember therefore from whence thou art fallen so the leaving of this first love has produced a fallen state and he says for them to repent and do the first works so when we look at Ephesus we must know what the sons of God's first love is and the first love of the sons of God is the word of God. Sons must love the word of God. Now that's important because it says, "Or else I will come unto thee quickly and remove that candlestick out of its place, except thou repent." A candlestick provides what? Light. We know that light is also knowledge. We know that light is also representation of revelation. Okay. So he says, if you don't repent, I'm going to remove your candlestick. I'm going to remove that light, that ability for you to receive revelation. So sons must love the word of God. Hebrews chapter four, verse 12 says what? The word is what? Quick is life-giving, powerful. It enables us. Uh, it's a sharper than any two-edged sword, dividing soul from spirit, bone from marrow. But it's also a discerner of the thoughts and intent of the heart. Uh, Jesus would say, "If you love me, then keep my commandments." In the book of Psalms, it talks about what, um, that your that your word and that your law is richer than thousands of silver and gold. And so the love of the word of God must be at the heart of every son. In our maturing phase, we must have a passion and a desire for the word of God. First, Peter talks about that as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word, okay? Desire the sincere milk of the word. So even in scripture, the very first thing as a newborn baby much like in the natural world, newborn babes desire what? Mother's milk, right? To begin what? To continue to begin the growth process. Then when we come into the kingdom, we must what? Love the word of God. We must desire that sincere milk of the word. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 12 speaks about that there has there has need that someone teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God. And um, many still have need of milk and not uh, and not of strong meat because what milk is for those who are babes who are unskillful in the word of righteousness but meat belongs to the to the mature and and they have their senses exercised to discern good from evil so that exercising is the studying of the Word of God but also the application of the word of God and then it talks about in Hebrews chapter 6 what is the sixth elementary, Uh, doctrines of Christ which represents the milk of the word so when you get a chance go look at those six elementary doctrines in Hebrews chapter 6 so when you uh, look at the first love of the sons of God it must be the word of God but then he says go and do the first works okay so you must love the word God but wait a minute this church was doing the works it clearly says it right here. I know thy works and thy labor you have labored and have not fainted but clearly the works that they were doing still produced a fallen state it still produced a false so you could be working and busy but still be in a fallen state the sons of god are called to work in a unique manner everybody let's turn over to first corinthians 13. sounds familiar should sound familiar For most people, they know this is what is called in scripture as the love chapter. Let me read this first part of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse number 1. It says this, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, I am become as sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries, um, all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profits me nothing. The church at Ephesus was working, but they weren't working from a heart of love. That's the first works. The first works are works That are steeped in love. You must have love when you do these works. Because why? It says God is love. So when we work from a heart of love, we're working with the heart and the character of Christ. That in the works that we do, God and his glory is seen. Okay. So there's a lot of people who are doing a lot of works, but God is not being seen. The glory of God is not being made manifest. And that's because you're not working from a heart of love. Look, he says what? You can speak with the tongues. You can have all these tongues. You can do all these mysteries. You can have the gift of prophecy. You can have all of that. But without love, it means nothing. The church at Ephesus was busy working, but not working from a heart of of love and we must work from a heart of love and in this time and as we're progressing to the end of the age we must hold fast to the our love of the word of god but also the works from the love of god working from love because clearly in the world they need to see god but they can't see god if we're doing works without love okay and he tells the church of ephesus repent that's our call so to the, son, to the maturing son in this first phase of their maturity they must have a love for the word of God but also must possess the love of God in the works that they do I remember as a very young minister and also growing in my sonship when I first came into my sonship I had a zeal I had a zeal for the word of God but what I was doing I wasn't doing it from love and it took correction From a spiritual father and some pastors say, hey, you're right about what you're saying, but it's the heart in which you say it. And that makes the difference. That makes the difference. You're right about what you're saying, but the heart in which you say it matters. Why? Because in the heart, in the way you say it, guess what? It manifests the love of God. And the love of God is not, um, as some people, not defined by our definition of love, but the love of God brings about correction. And we know that the Lord chastens them who he loves because he deals with us as sons. Okay, he deals with us as sons. So as we're learning the word of God and as we're working and doing the works, uh, our first works, the works uh, works from love, guess what? The Lord's going to chasten us. He's going to correct us. But he's not correcting us to punish us. He's correct. And sometimes he is because when we break rules, you know, he's going to correct us to punish us. But that punishment is only momentary because it's meant to bring about fruits of righteousness but uh, a lot of times he's bringing us back in alignment with divine principles he's bringing us back in alignment with godly principles and so that's why it's so important that we study he said "The timothy study to show thyself approved unto god we must dedicate our lives to studying the word of god we must dedicate our lives to having a relationship with the word of god uh developing our relationship with Holy Spirit, uh, learning the voice of our Heavenly Father. This is the first love. These are the first works. This is what sons are called to do at the very beginning of their maturity. It's to manifest that love. And let me tell you something. If you don't uh, study the Word of God, it's not going to profit you anything. Because as time continuously progresses towards the end and we're experiencing these Uh, tribulations these persecutions and these trials that are going to come they are going to come guess what you're gonna feel unprepared and things are gonna catch you like a thief in the night but as children of God says we're not children of the darkness but we're children of the light and remember he told to the church at Ephesus if you don't repent I'm gonna remove your what your candlestick I'm gonna remove your ability to receive what wisdom knowledge revelation so we must go back to loving the word of God, which gives us knowledge, wisdom, revelation. It illuminates. It, it gives us um, prophecy. It gives us. It prospers us. It, it, it saves us. It matures us. There's so much that the word uh, that it protects us. It gives us understanding. So the word is so valuable. It's essential to our very being today. In Christ, we what? We live, we move, and we have our being. So, to the sons of God, in your maturing process, these are, look, God is not about worrying about a lot of stuff that is happening in the world as it relates to our earthly governments uh, and to all of this foolishness that's going on, especially in the United States and our political system. He's about his kingdom. He's about maturing his son and preparing his son for his glorious return. And so, that is... What our focus as the body of Christ, especially if your leadership, must become is maturing sons, maturing sons. Uh, and so that is why to the, to the body, to those who labor under the leadership of spiritual fathers and pastors and leaders, you need to have a desire, a sincere desire for the word of God. And when you do the works of God, you do them from a heart of love. May God bless you and keep you till we meet again on the Journey Through Sonship podcast, an in-depth teaching on this. I put the link down in the um, the uh, description, the link to this teaching. It goes much more in-depth in understanding how our love for the word of God is essential and how we do works from love. So please click on that link, download that teaching, and God bless you till we meet again on the Journey Through Sonship podcast.